Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Welcome to July 4th. Um, for a lot of us, July 4th is the day like any other day, and especially with the rain and cloudiness we've got here, um, it is the day like any other day. So hopefully there will be people out there who are um, who are having the same kind of happy 4th of July and, and be tuning in. I know that we have Great Britain here and we have South Africa, and hopefully we'll get... Um, Australia in here too, and some Canada, so and and of course a mix of the U.S. too. Um, I want to thank all of you for being here, and hopefully uh, we're going to be able to get a chance to really open some microphones and everybody talk about this stuff because it is uh, fascinating material, and I think um, something that's very, 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 very important for anyone who is on a spiritual pathway. Uh, especially because, you know, these are laws. And, and when you talk about laws, we have government laws and we have religious laws and we have all sorts of laws that, that we grapple with on a daily basis. You know, should I park here? I can't park here. It's handicapped or, or, or you know, minor things. And, you know, those laws deal with the laws of man. And the laws of man um, have been known for decades to not be the best of laws. Um, they are changed. They are switched. They are ignored. They are abused. Um, there are people who claim diplomatic immunity and smuggle stuff, which is obviously against the law. And and our laws are not are not absolute. They sometimes blink where they shouldn't. And and the laws that we have in, instituted and created for ourselves as a species stink. But these are universal laws, and that's very different. And universal laws have to be treated differently um, because you don't have a choice. And that's, that's the cool thing. If you don't like the laws here in the U.S., you can move someplace else. If you don't like the laws there, you can move someplace else. You don't have to, um, you don't have to stay there. You don't like the laws. If you, can't, if you can't fight them and you don't want to join them, move. And, and, 
you know, that's one of our, our choices, that's free will. But these universal laws, they are the principles and rules for governing, for governing human beings' conduct, which are universal in their acceptability, translation, and philosophical basis. In other words, these are absolutes. <clears throat> so, um, so it's something that, that we want to pay close attention to. And um, we went round and round and round in circles last night, and it was really kind of cool. Um, these, are, these are rules that there is no way out of. They are absolute. They are always applying to our reality. And they apply not only to us, but every living, breathing, being thing on the planet. So that, so that you know, it, it, it's, it's sort of like these are the laws that we have, have had, that, that we have dealt with and worked with for eons. These are the laws that are, that are just absolutely the ones that, that we, we have to focus on and we have to pay attention to. And I, I think the problem that, that, um, that we went into last night, and, and you know, I don't want to go over, I, I think I found one, one thing said that, that these are absolute and the, the process of what happens if you break one and what comes back is absolute and it's, it never fails, it never wa- wavers and, and they ensure that, that, that they've been that way for, and I don't know where they got the, the, the number 14 billion years, but it's a good one, I'll take that one. Um, it's, it's just that, that I think that we sometimes confuse the fact that, that um, these are laws that apply to our spirit and they are laws that our spirit is, is absolutely governed by um, and, and it's that level of consciousness, that higher consciousness, that these laws are, are the ones, you know, you have to be aware of them. And if you're aware in a consciousness state, like, like right now, it makes life just so much easier and so much more pleasant. And if you absolutely blend with these energies and, and work with them, uh, life becomes absolutely blissful. But, but here's what the universal laws govern. They govern consciousness. And, and you've got to hear that. They govern consciousness. It's not necessarily that they are, you know, sitting and, and seeing, you know, you were nice to George and so George has to be nice to you or something like that. That's not the way they work. Um, they, they, it has to do with your consciousness, your, your spiritual intent. The, the the wholeness with which you are applying yourself to manifesting something, our consciousness, our higher consciousness can, combined with our consciousness, if ever the two, you know, really got mixed together and if we were able to have total, absolute control of the whole process, our, our, our consciousness would be more powerful than all of the computer's that are put together on this earth. I, I think it's even it's even more than that. I, I think I, I gave you the number someplace, but but it it is it is the consciousness, the higher consciousness that is absolutely um, in you know uh, under the um, the venue of of these universal laws. Now, it it is true that they work on a physical level as well. 
they don't work on the physical level as as in the same exact manner you have to understand that that the universal laws are looking at universal balance they're looking at a balance not only of this lifetime but of all time so sometimes you can be be sincere and generous and giving and 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 doing everything right with the proper intent and things don't seem to come your way that's because there is a balance from another lifetime a balance from another time that that is having to be leveled out um but but it doesn't mean that you have to suffer at all and and we we work and are going to be working with um over the next months on our perception on how we see things. If, for instance, you've been out of work for, I know, two or three years, something like that, and everything you do falls apart and nothing works for you and, and you know, um, you're, you're, you're getting a, a bit fed up with all of this garbage about, you know, ask and you shall receive, ask the right way and you'll get whatever you want. That's, that's not the way it goes. It, we get what we need. We get what's appropriate for us. And sometimes we think more is appropriate than the universe doles out, but in reality, it's not. Um, in reality, to be perfectly honest with you, those who are genuinely, and I mean genuinely, on a spiritual pathway, um, and, and I don't mean reading the books, taking workshops, having certificates, and I don't know, being a practice, uh, practicing psychic in the, in, in the bookstore across the street. That doesn't mean you're on a spiritual pathway. That's, that's a physical reality, and that has nothing to do with what your spirit is here to do. Our spirits are here to evolve, to experience lessons, and to grow from them. Those lessons that come to us, we signed up for. Before we incarnated, we, we, we picked parents, we picked situations, we, we, we wanted to expand certain areas now. Does the spirit inside of us know exactly what's going to befall us on a personal level? Probably. But, but they know it's there because there's a level of consciousness that needs to be expanded into, and it's how we deal with that situation that expands the spirit that is within us. And so it's really important that, that we understand that, that these laws, um, and, and there are a ton of them. I know I gave you almost 40 of them. Um, and some of them will be very familiar to you, and some of them will kind of, you'll look at them and you'll think, wow, I never knew that that was a law. And, and I think that, that if, you, if you really want to Google more than I did, um, you'll find tons and tons more. There are, there are so many of these laws. But they're, they're absolute. What they do is they look for balance, and, and, and there is an overriding theme in all of them. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, it is hard to look at in, 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 the, in, in a bigger picture. But you have to understand, as, as a spirit on a human journey, that's how we have to look at it. We, we are not just um, this little person in this, in this singular lifetime within us is a spirit that has come through time. In us is a spirit that, that, that was created and is a part of um, the infinite spirit out there that created all of us and all of this. And we're on a journey through time. It's not a lifetime. It's time itself. So that, so that sometimes we get so caught up in the I want and I need 
that we forget that there's a bigger picture here. And, and when we look at the bigger picture, when we understand that this is a growing learning situation, um, and bring our sense of humor into play, which is really more important than anything else, I think, because otherwise this all just can be, be miserable. <laughs> so, so what we've got here is, is an understanding that what you send out is what you get, literally. And sometimes we look at what we get and we think, wait a minute, I send out a lot more than that, and I should have gotten more back. Then, then we get locked into the physical reality, the, the, the absolute, the structure and the solidness and, and the heaviness of the physical reality wherein we dwell. Um, we're moving through this time frame in a body that is an avatar that will no longer be with us as soon as we're done with it, our spirit moves on. And the body, you know, dust to dust. The body will go back to the earth or wherever. But the spirit will move on and, and there will be other lessons and there will be greater expansion so that, so that we have to understand that, that um, when, when, we, when we think we are putting out there what we really want, um, there's a difference between want and need. What the, what, the physical, what the physicality of us wants and what the spiritual aspect of us needs are often two very, very different things. And trust me, the spirit usually wins out. But, um, y- you know, it's, it's a matter of sometimes um, understanding that there is a process going on here. Sometimes life gets very, very difficult. And, you know, you, you kind of look around and you think, you know, what did I do to deserve this? Instead of looking at it that way, um, I, I, I think it's, it's necessary that, that the law of reflection, it, it really does tell you that, that whatever you're surrounded by, whatever your reality is, is a direct reflection of what's going on inside of you. And maybe you need to go inside and straighten things up. Um, there have been times in my life when I have been surrounded by chaos, and, and, and it has felt like chaos. And, and when I look back, I understand that, that when I calmed myself down, when I tried to deal with things one at a time, when I did not let things overwhelm me, when I, when I you know, really went through things as best I could and did, did the best that I could in the situation, that things balanced out, that, that, that there was a reason for everything that happened to me. And that reason was a good reason because... And, and it's how you perceive it. If you perceive it as good, it becomes good. And genuinely, um, okay, yeah, Deb is chiming in here. Of course, she could chime in on the microphone, but she has to type. Um, anyhow, the, the reality here is that, that when you start to deal with the chaos inside, your life becomes more ordered, more structured, and things flow easier. There are times when, when our consciousness overrules everything that spirit wants, and it can for a time. It has, we have free will. And when it does that, oftentimes we hit a brick wall. And I have hit a number of brick walls in my life. And they seemed devastating at the time, but, but in retrospect, in looking back on them, I understand that, that I had been getting messages from the universe, from my higher consciousness, that, that I had another direction I had to go in, and I avoided it. I decided that I would um, do my own thing, and and so I did. And the universe said, 
okay, but you're going to be sorry. And they were right. <laughs> I was sorry. So um, it, it's sort of, um, you know, you have to understand that, that, that we, we have control over what happens to us. We have control over what, what befalls us in this life. We have control over the whole thing. Um, and, 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 yeah, Linz, Linz mentions that, you know, if we knew the whole picture, it would be overwhelming. I mean, we're on a cosmic journey that has gone on for thousands of years and will go on for God knows how many hundreds of thousand years beyond here. So that, so that if, if you understood that this lifetime would be irrelevant and it would kind of, you know, be a waste of your time, but it's not a waste of your time because your spirit grows and your spirit expands and your spirit absolutely, you know, if, if you work with these laws, it can be blissful and abundant and wonderful. Um, before I go any further, while I have those of you that are here on board, last night people asked me to, um, to create a, uh, a blog so that you guys could talk to each other and... Um, you know, kind of talk back and forth about about the stuff that, that we've talked about in class. You could toss things around. You could do whatever you you could just I don't know gossip, trade recipes, what, whatever you want to do. Um, you know, if you trade recipes, I'm going to have to make sure I get my my fair share of them anyhow. But um, but so what? So it is at www.barbaradelong.blogspot. Wait, what, what was it again? It's www.barbaradelong.blogspot.com, and it's spiritually yours. And you can make comments on the material. You can ask questions of one another. You can debate back and forth all you like. It's there for your use. Um, just, you know, I, I think the only thing I ask is don't tell anybody they're wrong because nobody is wrong. We're all, we're all working on our own inner truths, whatever they are, and they are, they are right and true to us. So that it's it's really important that um, you understand that that your philosophies, your inner philosophies, are very appropriate, but just for you. And if you want to share them, which is wonderful, and that's how everybody learns, um, please do that. But but understand that if somebody's truths don't match yours, it just means that they're in another place, and those are the ones that they're working with at this moment in time. Now, I'm curious, and I'm gonna ask a couple of you, um, I'm going to open mics, the heck with you telling me you want to talk, I'm just going to open your mics, because um, there aren't that many of you, so I'm going to just open them. I'd, I'd really be very curious to know, um, you know, did, were you aware there were these many laws, and were you aware that they applied to your consciousness, as opposed to your physical reality? Lynn, what do you think? Um I was aware there was a lot of spiritual laws, but I wasn't aware. I, I did know that they applied to your consciousness, but not to the degree that you've gone in depth in um, with them, Barbara. And it is something that I have um, a big thing with, you know, that we create this, this reality. And um, the big thing that I have um, against it that train of thought is the fact that on my path, not just like in my life and people um, in in my family having problems and different things, 
but when I've met people that have had been seriously ill or they've um, been severely disabled and I've, I've worked with them and it's a case of um, why did they choose how can they say that they cho chose to come and li live this life you know have a life like that you know and mm -hmm. um, with very serious disabilities and I find it very difficult to come to terms with and uh, but if I step back I can see the reason for this and that <laughs> well, you know, even, but when I'm even, actually in it I think oh I can't I can't, can't do imagine, that. But, yeah I can I can understand that yeah I wouldn't sign up for that but but the reality here is the spirit asked for a situation that would allow it to evolve in certain directions, and that's what the universe gave it. Um, and it, it depends upon our perception in any given situation as to how difficult or horrible a situation is. I, I recently saw a video, and, and it, it went around YouTube, so maybe a, a number of you saw it, of a man born without legs and without arms. Yeah. And he is, the, he is the most amazing um, inspirational speaker I have ever heard in my whole life. He skydives. He, um, he surfboards. He, he, his comment was that at one point in his life he, he wondered, oh, my God, I could never put my arms around a woman. And then he realized that he could put his heart around a woman, and that was even better. He has yeah. a rich, full, absolutely wonderful life, but it's because that's how he perceives it. It's not a disability, it's a challenge. Um, there, are, there are people out there that have had terminally, they've been terminally ill, and they have turned that terminal illness into an amazing example of joy, love, and, and, um, and, and spiritual understanding in, in how they have dealt with the entire process of, of passing into the next realm. So it's our perception, it's how we choose to look at these situations. Um, there, I, I had a car accident and I had vertigo and I kept falling down and you know, it, 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 I, I finally thought, I finally said to somebody, I'm going to call carpet companies to see if they need somebody to investigate pile because I'm on the ground so much I might as well make some money from it. Um, it it's how you perceive it. It's how you deal with it, and, and I mean genuinely perceive it, not not fake, say say wonderful positive things and be be in agony inside of you. I mean genuinely embrace something that's happening to you, and and find a way to make it joyful, and and even death can be joyful. And you know when when people do move on to the next room, my, my husband got. He was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, and and we literally had I, I, maybe six weeks before he actually passed away. And I, I was so glad for him when he finally did pass because it was an adventure that he had been so looking forward to. And and it was like it was it was a celebration. It was you know yes I mourned, but the reality was he was just in such a better place, and I knew he was happy. So how could I be sad for that? 
and and people are still that was two years ago and people are still waiting for me to crumble because I'm in denial I'm not in denial I embrace it and I'm glad for him I he left a lot of things undone here I wish he had finished but but overall I mean how could you be sad for someone you love to be in the place of peace tranquility and and health I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm with you, so, I'm with you there. So, so no matter how how bad the situation is, no matter how difficult, and, and don't get me wrong, for instance, if somebody loses a child, you, you don't start cracking jokes, but that child has moved on. That child was only meant to be here for a short period of time, and that child was a trigger to everyone left behind to make a change in their life and perception. And uh, that was their job. And would you have wanted them to spend another 30 or 40 or 50 years on a planet, on a, in a plane, in a body that, that, no. that no longer had a purpose? Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't. Um, so, so, so it's our perception. It's totally our perception. And, and yes, um, Nobody wants to see anyone suffer, and no one wants to see anybody in agony. And I mean, that's just that's just wrong, as far as I'm concerned. But but if you're looking, you're, but see, you're looking at that with conscious eyes. You're looking at that with your small brain, as opposed to your. Big brain. <laughs> yes. and, and you know, yes. if, if the small brain just has this reality to draw our 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 knowledge, our wisdom, and our our whatever from, and our small brain um, is is definitely restricted by religion and teachers and culture and ethnic whatever and all of these things, but but our consciousness, our higher consciousness, has none of those restrictions, and understands there's a process going on. And, and, you know, when, when you get too caught up in it, you just say, that's, that's little brain, that's small brain, let's take a look from the big brain's point of view. And, and that's where the laws actually apply. So, so it's, it's, um, that, it's, um, what you have said and just sharing it and talking to you has made it become clearer to me from my point of view, Barbara, because I've always, um, I'm here to help people. I've always wanted to help people. It's something that's inbuilt in me before uh-huh. I got on a spiritual path, which, which was a big bang in 2000. But um, I have experienced the things that I've experienced I can help people with, but I do it with a greater understanding and compassion. But at the same time, I've always also learned to walk away. Uh-huh. And not to get caught up in drama, other people's uh, drama, which I do at times, you know, and I do feel I'm very empathic, but I, since I was ill myself, um, I can't, I'm gradually getting back onto my spiritual path, what I was doing, you know, and being, but, um, I told the universe I didn't want want to die because um, I've had cancer when I had cancer and I had uh-huh. stage 4 cancer and I'm still here now and I've had the all clear and I just go for checkups but um, I I found 
that when I was extremely ill, nothing mattered except looking after me, you know. And now I'm getting back to um, doing things, doing things for others, and that. And um, I've lost track of what I was going to say now. <laughs> Well, well, I have found that that yeah, um, I have found that the universe puts us through situations um, that we survive in order for us to be an example of of you know how to take your perception. And I'm just going to take my husband's passing. Um, and, and I have often said, let me back up from that. I have often said, and I truly believe that a teacher or a healer has no business trying to work or share with someone if they have not experienced the lesson they are trying to teach themselves personally. So while I was good at being comforting to people who had lost a loved one, now I can look at them and say, I understand what you're feeling, but it does get better. Yeah, I've been I there. I've, you know, I've been there, and I know what you're going through, and it will get better. And and so, with 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 your your illness and things like that, obviously it was something that you were supposed to survive in order to be able to 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 give that message to other people. And you know, whether you write books about it or you talk about it individually, it, it doesn't matter. There's a genuine sincerity in you, and 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 you are driven to share to share your experience and to share the wisdom that you gathered from it you weren't you weren't given it as a punishment you were given it as a challenge and there's a big difference there's a huge difference you weren't punished. I don't yeah I don't look at it as a punishment I'm uh, I wasn't um, brought up with a strict religious thing that you get punished if you're ill, it's a punishment. And I don't, can't think of, um, I can't uh-huh. think that way, Barbara. But I know a lot of people do. They think if this happens and that happens, it's a, it's a punishment um, uh, from God. But I can't look at it like that. Um, no, and, you know, if you look at the true. universe... No, and, and if you look at the universal laws, if you understand what's going on with these laws, and they, they are absolutely, you can't break them. It's so cool. This happens, then this happens. It's that easy. It's it, it, if this, then that. It's the law of cause and effect. You do something, and there is something that comes back at you in direct proportion. Quite often, sometimes I think it, it, it's even better to be honest with you. But but um, it's it's really important for us to be able to um, to understand these laws. And and for you know everybody who signed up for this circle wanted to to understand um the spiritual the aspect of the spiritual not not the psychic not the intuitive not not all of that crap but but how how do i understand this process that i am trying to follow if you don't understand the rules that that absolutely um are enforced without without us and within us Constantly, I mean, are these? They're, they're, I, I gave you forty. There are there are probably hundreds more, and there is an undergoing, underlying um, similarity. Um, uh, every one of them, it basically says it's up to you. You are in charge. 
what you perceive comes to you. What you put out there, it consciously, with your consciousness, not physically, but with your consciousness. And your consciousness then, of course, does dictate a lot of the physical stuff you do. But it's your consciousness that these these laws govern, not necessarily, you know, what you what you physically do on a day to day basis. That's that's just how this this avatar survives on this earth plane for this lifetime. But our actions are reflected back at us always. And whether it's a kind word or a kind gesture or whether it is, you know, um, not paying a bill and trying to run from it. I mean, it, it, I mean, these laws are absolute. There's no way around them. Um, the Bible talks about them. Yogananda talks about them. Um, oh, goodness. Just about every spiritual teacher out there can, can throw some of these laws at you, and some of them are worded just a little bit differently, but they're all absolute. And, and you can't, I mean, you, you'd, you'd absolutely um, tie yourself up in knots if you try to analyze everything down to the nitty-gritty because these aren't laws you have to think about. These laws, these are laws you become a part of. Yeah. And, and so it's important you know they're out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna um, be in effect. You know, every waking and sleeping moment of your life, it was, it's, it's in effect when you're astral traveling. It's in effect when you're dreaming. It's in effect when you're comatose. It's in effect when you're in a coma. It's, it's always in effect, and and most of it deals with perception and how you are, you are addressing your reality, how, how you understand the people around you and the compassion, the genuine compassion that you feel. And this is one of those places where you can't bullshit it because the universe will absolutely laugh in your face and say, go back to square one. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like, you know, I think I'm ready for this level of awareness. You know, I've done everything that I need to do. I've taken all the classes. I got certificates. I I, I'm, a, I'm a practicing this, and I'm a practicing Reiki master, and I'm a practicing all of these other things. And, and the universe will basically look at you and say, so what? Because the universe doesn't care about all that. That's all man-made physical stuff. It's the genuine level of your consciousness that makes the difference. And so that's where, that's where we have to um, focus, you know, what is genuinely within us. I'm going to pull Carrie on. Hi, Carrie. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> doing well. How do you feel about all this law stuff? Uh, I'm kind of absorbing tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything is possible with, with the laws. I, I unfortunately didn't look at your document, but I took a... A, a fleeting glance over it when you first entered. Um, quite, <laughs> yeah. There's just so so much you can um, intellectualize, you, and then there's were you, were so much. Aware that, were you aware that they were out there, other than the law of attraction, which everybody knows about? I think I know there's something out there. To put a label on it, no. I 
don't think, uh, in all honesty, I don't think I, I would think there <laughs> could be a law for this and a law for that. But if you if you want to play intellectual, yeah, okay, you can have a law for everything as physical life tries to have a, a law and a label for everything. Um, for me, it's, it's not my focus. Um, yes, okay, I can understand where the law of attraction comes in. Uh, uh -huh. I, I understand that the possibility of what you think you, in your daily thoughts, attract your life, basically, and your life events. Okay, I can I can cognitize that, and there are a couple of others that I can cognitize, but the rest, you know, what I need to know will come will come to me, um, and I've kind of looked at the secret. I've looked at uh, the secret plus, which is um, James Twyman's, Oh, what is it? What is what is this? Oh, the Moses Code. If you go and look. Bose's code is on YouTube, so I watched that whole thing. Yes, there is all this other stuff, and you can go and go and go with this whole law of attraction and law of, oh, I don't know, they, love they and can one love. They, they can be overwhelming, and it does take quite a bit to absorb them all. I'm going to pull Renee in, too. Yeah, thank you. Hi, Renee. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Doing you know, well. <laughs> um, I know what she means by it, it's overwhelming. Um, and, you know, I was just sitting here and I was thinking, uh, all of a sudden it went through my mind like Patricia Diane Cotarova. She's written quite a few books, and she has laws, too, in there, but she calls them by something differently. And I was that's where my mind was going, and, and then you unmuted me. But um, And I have her book. It would be interesting to see. But I think some of hers are like purity... And the same thing, you know, cause and effect. And so you're right. Um, I've always known that they're out there. And um, I've probably read them in different ways, you know, throughout different times. And um, I'm like the, uh, the, the gal who was just talking. Um, it overwhelms me. I can't. Um, I, I, I can look at them. I know they're there. I can get a concept of them. And then I just leave it alone. I guess because I have just a hard time um, trying to. I just let my higher self and my higher consciousness guide me. Huh? I try, yeah. and I think the <laughs> it's not always easy, as everybody knows. <laughs> but um, and I think that those laws. Um, there's so many of them, but I think they all mean the same thing. And we all, <clears throat> on some level in our consciousness, we know them. Uh -huh. And um, and that's why, like, when you do something or you're feeling something, like, <coughs> I always feel my higher self come forward that is like an observer inside me that says, now, how are you looking at that? How does that make you feel? You know, mm -hmm. what do you see? And so then I can go back and say, well, I just acted like a complete dipshit, and I don't even know why. So uh -huh. 
You know, uh, because if I put that out, it's going to come back. Like, and it does um, in different ways. And I think as you evolve, mm-hmm. like when I think, think back, like when I was young, uh, a young girl, I would have a freaking temper tantrum, right? And I would throw something or I'd break something. And if I threw like a really something like a ball or something that could come back, it would hit me in the nose. <laughs> if I got mad and I was stomping off, I would trip and fall and hurt myself. So it was like change that perception even back then that I didn't pay attention. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's interesting the way that it works in our lives. And it, our perspectives are all so different. Um, and I think that's the interesting part. But I do get very, very confused. I do. But I, I really well, liked it when you said, that those laws change uh, our consciousness. They're, it's our consciousness. And, and, and right. boy, that, that hit me, and I went, ooh. And then I aligned with it. I could feel the alignment of it. So, mm-hmm. anyway, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Well, you know, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, it's, it's, I, I, it's not like, you know, when we, when we were in school, we had to memorize things, and then we had to be able to spit them back. And that's mm-hmm. not that's that's not the mm-hmm. case here. This is not an intellectual thing. The, these mm-hmm. laws govern our higher consciousness, and and our higher consciousness tries to communicate that to our physical consciousness. Sometimes well, sometimes not so well. <laughs> but, but you know, we, we hit. I mean, every now and then I'll I'll say or do something, and I'll hear in my head, "You're going to pay for that one." Um, and, and, you know, and, and my reply back is, yeah, I know, but it was worth it. Um, somebody last night said something about, um, oh, something about, um, toss and the material, and, and I happen to have a little bit of knowledge about it, and, and I could have let it go, but I didn't, and I said, oh, you're talking about the toss material and the emerald tablet material, and, and, you know, it, it, it was ego. It was totally ego. Um, yeah. felt really good. Um, <laughs> and I'll probably pay for it somewhere. But, um, <laughs> but the, 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 the reality here is this isn't, people are thinking that it, it, it addresses their physical reality and what's going on in their physical reality. And, that's not really the case. Our physical reality is a manifestation of what our spirit is creating. Okay. It's the higher consciousness that is guided and that is definitely influenced by these laws. Now, if we pay attention to them, if we're aware of them, if we understand them, then we can make choices in our physical reality that helps that higher consciousness along and it helps us to evolve as well. May I um, interject, please? Sure, please. Um, what I've been, I've been sat here thinking um, since Rini said what she said, and I found over the years that with these spiritual laws, it's the opposite of what we have been brought up to receive, uh, to know, and have been taught. In um, in many cases, it's like 
things on the spiritual path are the opposite way round of what we've been taught as we've been growing up, you know, in school um, and different things uh, by your parents, you know. And um, it, that's just a thought that I'd like to pass on to you, you know. Well, if you I think at, that's it's really true. Yeah. It's, it's like people say, if you're angry... Let the anger out and get out, you know, um, just let let the anger out and it'll do you good to let the anger out, which it does sometimes, but it, that's, it's as okay as long as you're not hurting somebody else um, with that anger. But then sometimes you just get angry, don't you? Do you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> you, have a, you have a paddy. And um, I... Um, just found over the years different things that I've done that the things that I was led to believe as I grew up um, and, and over the years I find on the spiritual pathway um, it's an opposite way of, of thinking you know well isn't that why um, like in so many spiritual teachings and even like with myself I'm always looking at my belief structures and where did that belief come from? Where did I get that in my head? Where did that come from? And, and, I, and I try to feel like where it, it came from. Did that come from when I was a child? Did it come from a past life? Or, or how I was taught by my parents or friends when I was young? So I, I'm imprinted with thinking all these thoughts that really aren't that spiritual that that are what do you call it? What do you call it, Barbara? Uh, physical or of the earth or I don't know. I don't know what you call uh, it. Well, it's it's your but it's it's you're, you're absolutely right. Our our it's other people's ideas that are impressed into you that you should be like this and that. Yes, well, and so, do this so and that. It's, I think you have to transcend that somehow. Well, yeah. At but, some point in our in our evolution, we do. We are programmed by parents, teachers, cultures, ethnic. You know, our physical reality. We're programmed by those experiences. And if all you have is the focus of this time frame, that's what you are guided by. But once you understand there is a spiritual reality out there, and and suddenly those programs don't the paradigms that you're feeling on a spiritual level. And so what's happening to people like you guys, like me, like Deb, like, like anybody who listens to this program probably, is that, is that those, those paradigms fit a time frame. And that time frame is over and there's a new time frame here and it's time for new paradigms. It's time for new philosophies it's time to expand our consciousness and embrace new thoughts new directions new ways of looking at um my god our our existence the spirit within us our place in the universe i mean it's all changing and it's changing so rapidly it's unbelievable and and there is that that conflict absolutely and, and I'm not saying people shouldn't be religious, but I am saying being spiritual not only encompasses religion, but philosophy and science and everything else and goes beyond those things. And, and it's the going beyond that lots of people have trouble with because they've been taught there was nothing more. 
Right, or to look at it from a different perspective. or uh-huh. And that that is part of the consciousness, you know, um, that you're talking about, that higher consciousness that knows these laws maybe in a different concept that we can even imagine, mm-hmm. um, is trying to teach us. And, and that's what I always feel like, is like there's this teacher in me, um, this higher self that tries to show me things. And there are points in evolution with me where <laughs> you can tell me a concept or I'll read a com- concept, and it may take me two years to get it. Absolutely. Well, oh, you're yeah. like me. You're a plodder. <laughs> but once you get it, you've got it, and you don't forget Yeah. Yeah. Right, and then it expands, and it takes on a life of its own and grows. Yeah. But it was just like when she said, uh, Barbara said that today, I could feel it vibrate through me, and I was like, ooh, and I even wrote it down, you know, because um, it's the laws that affect our consciousness. And, uh-huh. you know, when we realize, really, how many consciousnesses is this is, do we have when you think about it, right? We got the conscious, super conscious, and isn't it isn't it the super super conscious? I don't know. I can't remember. I know um, there's I, like a lot of. Con- well, there are probably there probably are, and and depending on whatever textbook you read, I I choose to have two. I have one that is blocked in the physical reality, and one that is in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Easier for me to deal with. Um, you know, the <laughs> one that's in the. In, I mean, you know, you know, what level are you? I mean, no, take the elevator to the next floor. No, it, it to me, to me, there is the consciousness that 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 is fed information from the physical reality through the physical senses, and you know what I have learned in my experience here on the earth plane in a physical body, and then everything right. else is my higher consciousness. It's the one that traveled through time. It's the one that has the link to the infinite, the direct line to the infinite, I might add. Um, yes. It's the one that, that knows everything. And, and it's the one that, that you know, I, I am guided by constantly. It's the one that, that if I need to have, um, that if it really needs to make an impression on me, it says, okay, I'm not your higher consciousness. I'm master so-and-so, and I'm telling you this. But it's really my higher consciousness. Um, if, yeah. if I were to, if I were to be, you know, um, if I were to be um, those people that that feel that they are um, channeling master spirits, master guides, and stuff like that, that's ridiculous. You are a master guide. You are a master teacher. You are a master teacher. You are you are a fully evolved spiritual being inside there. And you know it all. You really do. Of course, the physical yeah, part I, I agree never with listened. that. And and I think my feeling is that those that say they, for instance, channel Saint Saint Michael, he's one that most people channel. They're they're hitting a level of consciousness inside of themselves that is the Saint Michael material. But if they wanted to mm-hmm. channel higher, they could do that. If they wanted to, you know, say it was it was Master Light or Master Charge, they could do that too. Because when people <laughs> ask me what Master I, I I channel, I always say Master Charge. Um, <laughs> I mean, Master Charge. Oh, well, as in a, a big charge of light. No, ma- no, Master Charge is a credit card. 
How is it? <laughs> We might do, but I don't know a bit. <laughs> so that's well, why you haven't run across him in the spiritual realm. He is unforgiving, I might add. <laughs> Harry's just put, um, I channel virgin money. You know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but but, just... but 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 our, our our consciousness will do whatever it needs to to get information from us, and if we won't pay attention, just because it's coming from us, it'll say I'm master so and so, and then you suddenly and then you suddenly pay attention to the information. And I think this 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 started with with people who um, were transmediums. I truly believe they they they. They were not channeling that particular entity. They were they were channeling that level of consciousness from within themselves. Yeah. It wasn't that someone stepped in. And and you know I try to say when I when I do readings and stuff that you know I'm getting this from spirit. And I mean I'm getting it from my spirit. I'm not getting it from somebody who's standing on my shoulder whispering in my ear. Unless mm-hmm. of course it's, it's a dead person, and then I am. But but. You know, it's, it's, we have to understand that, that, that instead of looking outside of ourselves for the, the guidance, the structure, the wisdom, the help, the whatever, it's all inside. And that's what all of these laws are saying to you. It's saying you're in control. You have complete control. Yeah. Your perception you know, will make... Go ahead. I had um, a complete epiphany... <laughs> About 15 years ago, a complete epiphany. Is that how you say it? (laughs) I read this book, and and, and, um, it was like the first time I had any inclination that I actually had, I don't know why, that I had chosen this life, that I had chosen this body, that I had chosen the parents, the whole thing. I'd set this all up, and I just, because my whole life, you know, I felt so powerless. I actually hated, I just hated, I loathed myself. I, uh, that's a long story. But anyway, so, and I went through this, and I was just like, oh, my God. And it wasn't that it rang true on a mental level, which it did, but it also was just so over, it held so much weight. And it was just like the heavens opened up, I swear to God, and it was like, um, you know, light shone through, and, and people were up there going, yay, she got it. <laughs> and um, it, it just changed my life. From that point on, my, my life changed because my perspective changed. And exactly. the, it allowed me to be free, and it allowed me to feel joy. I had never felt joy. Well, maybe when my kids were born or something like that, but mm-hmm. most of the time it, it, uh, it was always underlying, you know. But when I figured that out, I was like, yee-haw, I was just Hello? set free. Hello, I've just got to step out the room for a moment. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, and, and I guess I'll try to jump in for just okay. a second. This is Seb. And I think what we're struggling with is what we understand is the universal laws. And then we find out, wait, we were only told maybe half of the universal law? 
if we even understood that it was a universal law and that it actually had a balancing component to it. But what I'm, I, I posted with the, in the room is the Bliss Return, it's a WordPress, you know, piece somebody put up. But I, I thought that it, it kind of made it, you know, succinct in saying that it's the 21 sub-laws that is what I think we struggle with as our human component tries to understand. And I, I have it pulled up here. So it, it's like the aspiration to a higher power is one of it. Charity, compassion, courage, dedication, uh-huh. faith, forgiveness, generosity, grace, honesty, hope, joy, kindness, leadership, non-interference, patience, praise, responsibility, self-love, thankfulness, and unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Those are the sub-laws that we work with, and I think, this is just my own thing, but I think that's what we were led to believe was the universal laws when it's only a part of it, because they're, they're listed as sub-laws. I have, I have, I, 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 I don't even know what to say to that. It's that that's too overwhelming. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, you know, the, 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 that's well, the as compa- compared to you know the the whole part of the the big laws, you know, the um, mm-hmm. the law of divine oneness. We are all one. The law uh-huh. of vibration. But, the thing, but with those laws, that whatever laws they are, I know that. Let's just talk about like forgiveness. Forgiveness is not something that most of us are just born with, right? We have That's to true. experience You have to learn it. And, mm-hmm. and, and have it done to us, and we do it to them, and then we do other things, and then we go, oh, my God, I did that, and I want to be forgiven. So you, you can feel both sides of it. And then you have an understanding of that bylaw or whatever you want to call it, or secondary, or then you, okay, and that's, with all of them, as you experience them, they become part of your reality or your consciousness. Your consciousness finally gets through to the physical. So, yeah, I think. Okay, and, and then, <laughs> see, you know, forgiveness is a big one to take because I, ha- I had, I was assigned mm-hmm. that one to work with in school before. And there, there's literally... 12 steps to forgiveness, and most people only think there's one. Mm-mm. Oh, there's, oh, no, no, no. That's a real Okay, but, but what I'm saying, and, and, and there's a wonderful book out there. It's called Dare to, to Forgive. Mm-hmm. And the, the man literally, he learned it, you know, by living it. So then he kind yep. of put it into words and into a book. And he says, this isn't all of it. But this is to get you started. And everybody's right. going to be a little different in and of themselves because of, you know, each person's right. acts are, are right, a different because, degree. Yeah, some people are not going to stoop as low, if you call it low, because then you're labeling it. But stoop to, like, some of the things that I did. I did horrible, horrible things to people. And that was... And there might be somebody that would look at your list and go, oh, this is nothing. You should have told right. what I did. You, you know, right. I'm just but saying. What, it matters mm-hmm. to to me because um, 
it was really, really hard for me to do to forgive myself. I think it's easier to forgive other people. I think that's, I think yeah. that's the hardest part is forgiving yourself or even comprehending that forgiveness of yourself is important as well as forgiving the other person or just even forgiving the situation and that mm-hmm. understanding that just because you forgive it doesn't mean you condone an action. Right. But for for your own peace, your own solace, you need to forgive yourself to allow the rest of the circle to begin because it's well, that those, energy thing. Those kind of laws we understand, what are some of them that are kind of weird that, like, you might go, like some of the laws, uh, like something, like it, you would say, it, it would, you'd say it and then you'd go, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, okay, well, you know, there's people that understand. Okay, those are the 21 sub-laws that we think we understand. We, ask, you know, aspire to a higher power. There's charity, there's compassion, there's courage. Okay, those are the ones that, you know, we, we try to bring everything into. That's 21 steps right there. Then there's some people that never get that there's a law of rhythm. Yeah, so now what does also, that mean? Okay. <laughs> okay, it can be the seasons, it can be a 30-day cycle, it can be a stage, you know. Um, oh, passages, I know what that you know, means, that everything, everything is a uh, Think is of the a bird cycle. song, that gets you started. Right, it's the law of rhythm, but there's so oh, many okay. intricate rhythms. Um, it's not just, I mean, I always, and I do that, I always think of the bird song. You know, there's the season, turn, turn, turn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one way to bring it about, but there's okay. intricate ones. Um, there's female cycles. There's male cycles. There's stages mm-hmm. in our development. There's a million Here's a good description. Everything flows out and in. Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, now when you say it, when you, uh, at first I'm like, well, what the heck is that? But then, now I, I, can, I can understand that. I get that. Yeah, that would be a big one, wouldn't it? <laughs> I clarity. Every, everybody thinks that, you know, left, right, good or bad. But what about no, contrast yeah. and clarity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about, you know, clear and fog? But but I'm just saying they, they, they grasp onto, like, one aspect when there can hey. be so many more aspects. But that's where I think this explodes on us, and then people just go, I can't deal with it, so I won't. Yeah, it's too much. But, hey, here's an, a thought, Barbara. If, like, when we're on the other side, let's just say, okay, and we're, we're, uh, we're these beings, okay, and, yeah. and we're light or whatever we are, um, do those, the laws are there, and they still have, but why would we need laws on the other side? Or do because, we? Because we're still <laughs> evolving. I mean, we're still we're still, um, you know, on the on the other side. Of course, you know there is total awareness, so that so that basically, of course, they apply. But but there's nothing going on there other than you know, kind of resting and getting ready to come back here. Um, because so there that, there is there's no male and female. 
There's no right or wrong because it just is, right? Everything just is. So I, I see. No, wait a minute. Well, see, I tend to look at about? it a little different. No, no, yeah, I, yeah, uh, I mean, there are male and female on the other side. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but no, I don't believe that, though. I don't think that when we leave here and we go back to our spiritual higher self, that we're mm-hmm. not male or female. We're just a being. We're a light being. Or, yeah, yeah. we're just but, energy. But not, yeah, we're, we're just, just energy. But until we take on, this is my feeling. My feeling okay. is we are energy, but we we stay with the genders that we last had, and I'm going to put it that way, before yeah, until we decide if we're coming back here or going on to a different reality, and assuming hmm. the next uh, let's say let's assume the next role. The next persona, okay. the next challenge. The I don't know how to word it, but um, but I think that also, and I'm going to say this for about me. I think I also understand it that way because I'm finite, and it's the only way I could understand a shift into the infinite. Mm-hmm. Another another philosophy, um, and yeah, they're all right. And another right. philosophy is mm-hmm. that when we when we go into the other realm immediately um there we have we have more density than those that have been there a longer time and the longer we right. stay there the the less and less dense we become until we do become absolute absolute energy period mm-hmm. and at that point in time then we make those choices as Deb said do do we come back to this re- realm do we go on to another realm? You know, we have the cho- we have infinite choices as to where our spirit energy takes us. And and you know, if if you look at the top material, um, those those etheric energies floated in space until they saw something that looked like fun. I, I'm I am of course I, no, I am I like trivializing that. it. They they looked down and they saw the planet and they thought. God, that might be fun to play with. Let's go down there. They came down, and they needed to to have a form that would be indigenous mm-hmm. to the planet and survive, and so voila, human beings. Because yeah. this is yeah. what's in this is what works here on this planet. If they had if they had seen another planet that looked like I don't know the Seven Dwarfs Cave, which I think was amazing. I mean, it, it just you know they had faceted gems in the ceiling for God's sakes. Anyhow, but but then that planet, the atmosphere may have been completely different. The gravitational pull may have been completely different. And so whatever form was needful for that that environment, that etheric body took on. Hmm. So, so you're, Yeah, you're, and I, I think that, too. I think we're like that. I really do. I think that when we're on the other side, I, 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 I go with that concept there where you kind of diminish, because I know when I talk to spirit, that's what it feels like, too. And you can tell uh-huh. the difference between someone that's been on the, side, on the other side for 10, 15, 20 years. They're way different looking than somebody who passed a year ago. Absolutely. So they look right. different. They communicate right. different. And their feelings are different. You know, it's like they're sure. looking at you going, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and so I think that, <laughs> I think that's, 
that, that, yeah. And I, I like the idea that I'm flying over, looking around, going, hey, I think I'll try that out for a while, you know? Well, you know, I, 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 think, that... I think it's that much joy. I just wonder about how those laws fit into that. Um, well, they are universal. In other words, wherever we go, whatever they're we there. do, they're there. Um, you know, what, whatever we perceive that reality to be is what it becomes for us. If we do something that is awful, it will come back at us. You know, there is the cause and effect. Um, yeah, those right. are, but it's a, it's a spiritual law. But it rules our spirit, which is within a physical form. So the physical form is getting is getting the results of the lesson that the spirit is needing to learn. Um, if if you if you are out of work for five years and struggling and stuff like that, uh, you know I hate to say it, but your consciousness, your personality, is really mad as hell. Your spirit is mm-hmm. learning something, and that's the important thing. And if you perceive right. this as you know, and every every now and then I I speak to my spirit and say, "Are you sure you want to learn this? Couldn't we learn something more fun?" <laughs> you know, hey, come on, this is really this sucks. Um, I'm yeah. I'm ready to move on to the next level, aren't you? Because because I'm ready. <laughs> you know? so, so. Yes, I th- I've been there about a million times. <laughs> I'm like, I've had enough of this. But yet so. you you have we aren't we aren't. Um, split personalities except we have two levels of awareness that are inside of us and and you, you know everybody talks to themselves internally everybody does you know reach out there and and you know talks back and forth to themselves and and that other voice often is saying you know are you crazy what the hell are you doing and it's really important that that um when that happens you stop and you take a look at it i mean there have been times when i've thought I, I w- when I thought, hear that think, think is physical, that, that right. I, what oh, I was yeah. doing was, was perfectly fine. And then I looked at, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the Native Americans have that, you know, is it good for seven generations yet to come? And the answer to that is most probably all the time, oh, heck no. So, so you know, if they thought about that when they put up the um, nuclear reactors in, in Japan, they never would have put them up. Yeah, if the law yeah. was, if the law was, you had to you had to follow this for seven generations. What could possibly happen? They never would have done it, and and the planet would have been healthier. Do you know that that there was? Um, who was I talking to? I was talking to a Canadian. I was ta- I was on a radio show in Canada, Project Freedom, and I was talking to the host there on on a show um, sometime last week. And and he was saying that he had a friend who lived in, on Vancouver Island, who had um, who was just kind of um, cleaning his car off, and just for the heck of it, he after he was done cleaning his car off, he he took um, uh, um, um, a, a radioactive detector thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he he put it over the cloth that he'd wiped his car off with, and it was a hundred times over over what it should have been. Oh, and that my was, goodness gracious. That was, from, that was from, you know, the Japanese, um, you know, fallout. Fallout. nuclear fallout, yeah. So, so again, yeah. a, a, you know, a, again, an example of, okay, you know, that wasn't a good idea. 
and and humanity oh, is going to suffer what? from it. So, but that's is that like karma then cause and effect or I mean, okay, I got lost. Well, the the, the law of cause and effect says nothing ever happens by chance. We 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 reap what we sow. Every action has a reaction and a consequence. What we it's it's so, more the karma thing. But there is a law of correspondence. So well, now, everything has has a corresponding principle. But what? Okay, what's okay? So the I can see the as an example of Fukushima thing. Is that right, Fukushima? Yeah. Okay. Close enough. And yeah. then um, okay, but the cause and effect. Uh, what's the good that's going to come of that? Oh, I know. More knowledge about it because we see what happened with it, right? Right. That's that's the good that came of it is that we got educated from it. it yeah, and right. And, but we know, also have a okay. lot more to deal with in consequences. But, so yeah, there's but, law but of you, compensation and there's law of correspondence. Yeah, and you got to yeah. understand that there are fisheries on Vancouver Island that are now closing because the fish are not there anymore because they've been killed by the radioactive water that is constantly flowing back into the ocean. So so probably that that occurrence is going to follow us for hundreds for centuries. For centuries. Mm-hmm. Yep. We will have to adapt our way of living because of that event. Now, if we don't learn from it, if we repeat it we will get the same result for hundreds and hundreds of years. So it's sort of like, well, you know... we're going to have the same sort of effect due to the Gulf oil spills. It's absolutely. Not, it's not the same effect, but it, it's in that realm. No, because but it there, is. Because there yeah. is so much being killed off and will never be the same, ever be the same. Right. I, I got that, yeah. And that what, those things are happening for us to learn uh, about conservation and how to do things differently, supposedly. Those things are a result of man's free will doing something that probably was against nature. And when you stop to think about it, all of these things have come from major corporate entities who yeah, are out for yeah. profit and gain. And and yeah, and true. so then you have to look at humanity as a whole, and um and, and you have to think, okay, um, are we being ruled? Are we being guided by our spirits or by our greed? And and if it's greed that is that is definitely um, at work here, then then there is a balance to that. If you are greedy, if you take from others, then then they will take from you. And if we are allowing it to happen within our lives, then we are allowing this. So we are responsible on some level in some way as well. As individuals, we have put them in power. Right. So, yeah, so, that's true. We have the, so, the way to make it stop, I guess, by uh, so, voting So then the we have to go back to action. Right. Then, then we have to go into action and put into motion that what we want around us. To manifest the things we desire, we have to engage in the actions which support our desires as well as our thoughts, dreams, 
emotions and words. We have to actually put the energy into it to get that wheel of energy started. Energy begets energy. Mhm. Yeah, it gets it gets confusing after a while. Yeah, but, I get um, confused. And it's also you like put, even even, just even in writing. Go ahead. Hmm? But I mean, I'm even in what? right and wrong, I always feel like right and wrong is is I'm judging. You know what I mean? Because um, I'm making a judgment call. Uh huh. It's a discernment. Yeah, it's all kind of, yeah. To me, me, there's discernment, and judging to me would be, okay, Renee is judging jury and says, you know, to everybody out in front of her, they're going to pay a price that she deems as a penalty. That's judgment over them, and nobody can change it. That that is judgment to me, okay, Okay, versus discernment, which is, you take in all the facts, you see as much as you can see, and then you make a decision on the facts that are presented to you. Hmm. But that's yeah, but your decision, not everybody the, else's. You're also forgetting that yeah. in judging, you are trying to interfere with these universal laws that are in place. And, and there's no... Uh, what, what, that's a sub-law, too, isn't it? That's um, non-interference. Yeah, and, and, and it's sort of like, you know, somebody breaks a a human law. Um, that's different than breaking a spiritual law. When, they, when you break a human law, you are breaking a spiritual law on some level. You know, you are going yeah. against against someone else. But... But judgment is a tough one, and judgment is something that, um, that's a hard nut to crack, because uh, judgment isn't a good idea because that means you're setting yourself up as something, as better than someone else, and that's not appropriate because we are all exactly the same. Right, and that's where I try to stay is where I'm not judging anything. But I don't know. Is that then if you if you're not judging anything, are you just like blowing in the wind? I don't know. You see what I'm saying? I get all I know that there's some balance there. (laughs) But I I try not to judge. But I think that if we we judge if you know, and there's a the fine line between discernment and judging. Um, somebody does yeah. something bad to you. You you say they're a bad person; they deserve to be punished. Or you become discerning and say that's behavior I don't want around me. I'm going to withdraw from it. The universe will take care of the rest of it. Yeah, there you go. I'm not going to participate. <laughs> exactly. The more you the yeah. more you the more you try to make things right the more you screw things up. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and and no, that, and that's I, a good uh description. Yeah. So so that so that you know, you can be discerning and remove yourself from something that you don't feel right about or that you don't agree with. Um and it's okay to say, I don't agree with this, I don't think I want to play with this anymore. Um mm-hmm. that's okay. But but judging is a tough one. Because 
we all do it, and we do it naturally, and we've been taught to do mm-hmm. it. So, so it's yeah. a matter of you know stepping back and saying, all right, this doesn't work for me. I'm just removing myself. I, you know, on a personal level, I think they're wrong, but I'm not the one to tell them. They have to figure right. that out themselves. So, and so, see, you know, then you can, you, and then you can do that on a, a bigger level too, and that's. That's what I mean with all these. There's so much going on in the world that is so messed okay, well, up. But I mean, there. Look at the oil spill. All right. The company responsible for that, you don't have to use their product. You can intentionally go to other places. I mean, there are things you can do. You can write letters of, 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 of you know, displeasure. There are lots of right. things you can do. And if everybody takes that same attitude, Eventually, their stock goes down and they get the message. Yeah, that's, but, that's true. So that, so that and, and let's go with governments. I don't like this person. Well, you know, did you vote? No, nah, I didn't vote. I didn't feel like it. Well, then you don't have a right to complain because you didn't vote. Or if you did vote yeah. for the other party and nothing happened, that means that maybe you need to take a more active part in making sure that that person is not elected again, not speaking against him, but speaking for someone else. Hmm. So, so, yes, we have power. We have lots of power. But you're talking all of this on the physical plane, and we're talking spiritual. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, can you see, true. But can, no, yeah. yeah, but can you see how the perception of, I have total control of this whole thing. I just yes, need to be able yes. to perceive it differently. But but the laws yeah. do apply to our physical reality as well. They absolutely do. Somebody screws with you, walk away. You yeah. Know, it's, yeah, it's, I do. I don't. Get even or whatever. No, that that's not for me to do. The universe, honest to God, will take care of it. Walk away. And and you know, are you human? Do you want to do you want to keep checking on it to make sure that the universe is doing its job? Absolutely. But 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 you know, don't mess with it. Don't get involved in it. It's it's not your job. Yeah. And and our job as you know, as physical people on this plane, with the spirit inside of us, is to try to deal with the lessons the spirit has drawn or, or signed on for or put in front of us. And, and to do it with integrity and love and compassion and, and hopefully be able to embrace some of the garbage it throws at us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when I, I think, you know, when I, when I go back to that totally etheric place, I want to take a list with me. <laughs> and say, Remember what this did last time? You know, I, I was just, I, I don't know who I was talking to. I think it was Jen Young. I, I was saying... I think I think when we when we get together with you know people that we've incarnated with before energies that we've incarnated with before we might all kind of go to the local I don't know cosmic juice maybe bar maybe that's what my is really about well that too and 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 so so we're at this juice bar and we're all talking about okay the lessons that I want to have this next time and and we should remind each other. Don't check all the boxes. <laughs> it makes for a harder trip. <laughs> don't yeah, check them all. Yeah. Don't don't be that ambitious. You know, you're you're a totally wonderful, <laughs> beautiful, you know, um, etheric blob here. 
don't check all the boxes. Pay attention. And I'm not going <laughs> to. I don't I'm know not, what we're doing. You know, and I'm not marrying you because you were a bad husband. But you know, <laughs> and uh, but but seriously, I think that that there is that. I, I think that that when we do return to just just pure energy, that there is a wonderful joy and 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 you know celebration inside of us, and we we just don't we don't think about what it's like to be trapped in a human body, and have to deal with the, with the the the, the stuff the lessons, the challenges that we've asked for ourselves, and they're challenges, and they're meant to be good and beneficial and a growing experience. They're not meant to be hard and painful. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're meant to teach us something that we really need to learn. So, so That's the law know, of relativity. Yeah. And, and it's all there. And, and, and the we, idea is to, to look at it and, and look at everybody else around us and realize the relativeness, you know, of it. Like, okay, mm. I might think I'm pretty bad right now, but if you look around, you see somebody that's a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, be grateful that you're not a lot worse and then start dealing with what you are. That, that's just me. Okay. Well, it's, it's that plus understanding that, that this, is just a, this is just a lesson. This is not meant to be something that you struggle with. This is a lesson, and let's look at it. And let's um, every now and then, over the last couple of weeks, I've had things happen, and it's like, okay, what am I supposed to get from this? I know there's a lesson here, and I know it's a positive one. It doesn't feel positive, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be positive. <laughs> and and find out what you know. And and you know, sometimes subtlety is lost on me. <laughs> But, but you know, and, and and grow from it, and 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 not 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 feel sorry for myself because I've got I've got this lesson that I'm learning. But let me learn it all. I don't want to return, and I don't want to do yeah. it again. So let me learn no. it all. What whatever the, the the details are, put them out there. Give them to me, <laughs> so we can get Let's on with it. whatever comes next. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So and and. Uh-huh. Agreement. That's where we all are. And, and there are so many people today waking up to their spiritual oneness or whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. and they don't have any idea about all of these laws. And they, they truly, and, and I know the secret was wonderful in that it woke people up. It, it reminded people of, of a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. it stopped short of you have to work for it. Yeah. You do. You have to make changes in your life in order for the things to come to you. You can't just that's true. And, yeah. And it's not positive thinking. It's more no. than that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and you know yeah. the reality too is if you want your life to change, if there's if if there's something in it that doesn't feel right, then it's just a mirror of what's going on inside of you. So let me look at that. Let me see if I can perceive things differently. Let me see if I can treat people differently. Let me see if I can make adjustments in me so that the reality around me is forced to change accordingly. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've seen that work um, many times. 
So uh-huh. I, I like that. But I can do it, like, um, in my own little world. <laughs> uh, bigger than that, no. But, I mean, in my own little world, I've played with it, and I've, I've seen it um, change things, people, situations, all kinds of things. So, oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree I with that 100%. I, I have a neighbor who is just a vicious, nasty person, and... In my younger years, I I would have responded in kind, and I would have topped her. I was really that good. But mm-hmm. the, the last go-round we had, she just she came on so strongly and so nasty, and, and I looked at her, and, you know, I had an epiphany. <laughs> yeah. And it was, that's what I could become if I re- responded in kind. And that's mm-hmm. awful. I don't want to be that. And I just no. smiled at her and I told her her garden was beautiful and I kept moving on. And for the next, I don't know, couple weeks, whenever she ripped at me, I just smiled at her and said something really nice that, that was genuine. You know, it has to be mm-hmm. genuine or it doesn't count. And, you know, she, she stopped coming at me. I think she must think I'm just a lunatic and it's better not to aggravate me. Um, or she's, <laughs> or, 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 it, it doesn't matter, but whatever it was, it was taking the higher road. It was giving out kindness. So, so, mm-hmm. you know, if she's nice to me because she's sorry that I've lost my mind, that's okay too. But, but it yeah. works. It totally works. And, and I think that's what these laws are meant to remind us of, that, that we have control. We can we can absolutely, absolutely control everything. It just means we work on ourselves, and and it's sort of like don't. And, and I'm not saying I don't believe in praying and meditating and stuff like that. All of those things are, are really good tools. Mm-hmm. But but when you're praying, understand you're talking to yourself. You're talking to that part of the infinite that is within you. It's you're not going out there for help. You're going in here for help. That's where the right. power is. That's where the wisdom yeah, is. That's where the strength that's is. That's the whole trip. That's the trip. Mm-hmm. Is in. And and I think that it's interesting too to watch people when it's they think it's all on the outside, and then to see them slowly start to change as they realize that it is on the inside. You know oh, yeah. that I always call it the trip in. You know the Armageddon is the Armageddon with yourself, where you got to go in and face all parts of yourself and and um, come to terms. But I I agree with that. I think we're we are the center of everything. We are the center of the universe. You know that saying. It's true. Well, and that other phrase that you know Patrick used to say it. Now I don't know where he got it from. I'm pretty sure he got it from someplace. Um, not because he isn't worthy of these kinds of things, but I'm pretty sure he heard it and repeated it. We are who we've been waiting for. Yes, yes, I agree. That's and, a good one. And yeah, it really is. And and I'm sure you know Deb is probably going to tell me who said it originally, but um, but it it's 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 accurate. We we have to. And so on this journey, so many people are looking to a guru or a teacher or a religion or a philosophy, and you got it all inside yourself. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes you, you need to be pointed in a certain direction, but 
Yeah. It, all the work that needs to be done has to be done by you, the discovery by you. And I think once you make that connection in and then you can connect to your higher self and get the guidance that you need and know what, you know, what it is. Because some people don't even know what it is. It was like me. I didn't know what the heck that was. It was mm-hmm. me. <laughs> well, I, think I mean, sometimes... they could stand there and tell me, this, I'm you. I, I've had, like, um, I don't believe in guides or anything like that either. And I, I, I've had uh, parts of myself come to me and go, I'm you. You're me. Mm-hmm. It's just a different perspective of you. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I get it. I'm a little hard-headed sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it, well, it's a tough one because we, we've been taught that by by so many that that we are we are you know small and servants of and you know mm-hmm. I just um, sinner. You're a sinner. You know, we're we're only that if we allow it. If if that's how we perceive ourselves, that's exactly what we are. But yeah. um, and and with no disrespect to religions, um, you know, I I just feel that 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 why should I let someone else take away my power when I have it as well? And, right. And and it's sort of like. You know, I my my son and daughter-in-law are are um, fundamental Christians, and I go to church with them when, whenever I'm visiting them, and and it's amazing to see how they are humble servants of, as opposed to taking responsibility for everything in their lives, and and saying, you know, this is what that that part of the infinite in me helped me to manifest. Um, you know, I people's belief systems are their belief systems, and they're entitled to them as long as they need them. And and when they don't need them, then they become a stepping stone to a greater awareness of a greater cosmic universe that's out there. And um, when we do meet others from other planets, we're just meeting another part of ourselves. We're not meeting um, the term alien only means not indigenous to this planet. Um, but we're all made of the same stuff. You know that 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 infinite spirit has a great sense of humor, and and the human the human condition tends to worship things that are more powerful or more technologically um, advanced than we are, instead of saying, "Show me how to do that." <laughs> right, that. and I guess that's why the guru, you know, the people, the so-called gurus, and all those people that charge all that money and lead those people all over the place. I don't know what that is. Um, I I think that it's um, not wanting to believe in themselves, or uh, they're searching, but it seems like they're searching. Yes, but they're they're keep looking for something outside and they keep looking for a quick fix and mm-hmm. they're going to fix it for me you know and it does i don't think spirituality is is like that it's not somebody doing it for you it's you have to do it um like one time i uh with my teacher uh i spent 10 years with and i had this being with me all the time since i was a little girl and she goes you uh-huh. know 
And I said, well, i got to get him removed. And she said, well, what are you asking me for? And I said, well, can't you get rid of him? And she said, no, that's part of you. Mm-hmm. It's part of you that is trying to show you something about yourself that you need to learn in this lifetime. So pay attention to it. And yeah. when you've learned it, it will disappear. And okay, that was okay. a really good lesson because it was uh, part of an ego, part of a male ego of me. And um, it was just the most obstinate childlike thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so we had uh, some discussions, and then I integrated it within me. So it will always be with me. Mm-hmm. And I know that when it pops out, the ego's getting too big. It's time to get it in the back seat again. And then exactly. I look at things, and I and I integrate again and bring him in and integrate him as part of me. Um, but there's always something I'm going to learn. <laughs> well, so, yeah, and I uh, think you 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 brought up a very important word, and that's ego. That's you know oh personality and and lower consciousness stuff all all rolled up into one. And and very often our ego tries to pretend to be more spiritually evolved than it is, and it gets us in trouble. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. um, so how do, you, how do you personally discern between higher consciousness and the ego? The ego, uh, and it was so interesting, too, because um, I could hear him. It's a male figure, and I could hear mm-hmm. this male ego talking. You're so wonderful. You're like a star in the sky. You're so special. <laughs> you are this. You are that. You are this. You are that. And I'm like, oh, my God, shut up, you know. Uh-huh. And um, that is the ego. You, 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 and you're special, and you're this, and it's a bunch of BS. So you have uh-huh. to quiet that down because somehow, somewhere, that fe- that's feeding something in you, Right. Right. That at that time you need, or I needed at some point. And then at some point I started going, I don't want to hear this anymore. So that's the difference. Me, 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 me is the ego. <laughs> You're wonderful. A, You're this. And when it's a higher consciousness, it never talks like that. That's it's a not, really, really good you know. definition of it. Um, my, my definition is, is, is very similar the ego will try to tell you what to do. The higher consciousness will only give you a philosophy, and you have to make, make your choices and decisions and apply it according to, to what you feel is right. Yeah. So, so when, when I've done um, channeling especially, um, I have always looked very carefully to make sure that that it's not saying you should do this and you should do this and you should do this. It's giving me philosophies, mm-hmm. and those philosophies I'll apply to my reality, and and I will experience what I need to, and then I'll be able to move on. Right. And and it's really yeah. it it is sometimes a battle because the ego really, really, really you know catches on very fast and and learns that that we are trying to communicate with a higher consciousness. So. So literally, because it doesn't want to lose control of everything, it pretends to be that higher consciousness. <laughs> yes, and I went through that, too, um, where it was pretending. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I did ask 
my teacher, who is a, a very strong clairvoyant, I said, why, why, am I, why do I have this? And she said, you know, you're going to be shown at a later date why, but it is serving you. It's serving you right now. And I learned a lot from it. Um, uh-huh. I learned that at any moment, he's right there, you know, that part of me, just right, the male side ego of me is right there, ready to go, you uh-huh. know, and, and and tried to tell me things before, and I kind of went for it, and then I went, wait a minute, this doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel uh-huh. right, and then I kind of kept him quiet by uh, integrating him, and then that's when all the other things could come forward, and then it really became so solidly different that uh-huh. I knew, yeah. But it, it does take t- discernment and ex- experience of going through something like that. Well, and, and I, I d- think, you know, with, with, with this whole spiritual development thing, a lot of the people don't actually understand that, that that we really can communicate with that higher consciousness, and and they think that that you know that voice they hear inside their head. Oh, okay. Carrie wants to know how you integrated. Let's let's give her that. How do you integrate that part? That part of myself through unconditional mm-hmm. love and acceptance, and then how I did it is um, I do a lot of energy work to stay in balance, and for my own thing, who knows? Some people do it, some Uh people don't. I do. And then I go up into my higher self, and then I take, and it's a him, I take him and I hold him and I tell him that I love this part of myself, and you will always be with me, I will always love you, but you're not in charge. So Uh come with me because you're part of me. I don't want you separate and away. Come with me, and I want to integrate you into this part, but the soul is in charge, not you. So it's like okay. I got a bus <laughs> or a car, <laughs> and he can sit in the back seat and be part of me, but he can never mm-hmm. drive. Only the soul, higher self, is in charge. The personality, mm-hmm. Renee, is next to the soul, you know, I mean, that's just how I do it in my mind. Other people might do it in different ways. But he is integrated because he is part of me. For me to try and say that's not me, that's not true because he is uh-huh. part of me. And he served a wonderful, wonderful lesson for me. And so I appreciate that. But I get, you know, when I've had enough, I'm like, come on. <laughs> we got to go. Come on. And because he is my sign, when he pops out and he's there too much, I know that I'm not centered in my, within my own light. Mm-hmm. I've I've gone to you know I'm going to ego, so I got to bring it back in, get centered, and integrate him back in. And it's not a big process anymore, but it was oh, no. at the beginning because I didn't know who the I didn't know what this was. You know, I was just like. Mm-hmm. I could see him, but I didn't, and other people could see him too, but I didn't know what it was. So, but then uh-huh. I figured it out. You know that um, we have the male side and the female side uh-huh. of our egos, supposedly. Well, I, I think he's more like the male side of me, but I just say he's my ego, so I throw him back in. <laughs> no, you, but that's you how I am. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I have found the same thing that that. When when I find myself, 
you know, making ready to do battle on any level, anywhere. I know I have to take a deep breath and back up and say, wait a minute. (laughs) Where are you going? Who's doing this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who's in charge? You've got a great plan here, and this is all going to really just boomerang right back at you and hit you in the face. Are you are you stark raving mad? But and and yes, it would feel really good for a minute, and then you would suffer the consequences of all of those actions. So back off, yeah. back right. off, Barbara. <laughs> um, and, and you know, I I think that that it it may go back um, thousands of years to when. To when mankind was really um, a, a, a warring culture, when we were fighting constantly, when our way of solving problems was to kill somebody or something, and and I think that that's a leftover part of consciousness that we have to deal with, and and yeah. you know rather than you know going out and killing someone or trying to destroy their their reputation or their their name or whatever. We become more, your word, discerning, and we back off and we say, I'm going to let someone else take care of that. I'm going to move on, and, and I'm going to hope that they get better or whatever. So, so that it's really, it's a very, 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 it's, it's an easy catch in some ways, and in other ways it's not quite so easy. I have a very quick tongue, and, yeah. and I can... I can respond sharply if pushed too hard, and that's not me. That's the ego doing it. I mean, I'd love to say, excuse me, that wasn't me. Let me give you my answer. Um, And and there are some situations (laughs) where where I actually can say, oh, that just slipped out. Let me step back and say it for real. Um, (laughs) But unfortunately, you know, words don't start to live until they're spoken. And when they're spoken, they're alive. (laughs) And, And you know, I mean... Integrating parts of yourself, you know, the the child part. The uh, mm-hmm. there's all different parts of us, right? And um, like I got a scrappy little inner child. Well, it's that damn teenager, you know. But then I've got the you know the abused child. That's the part mm-hmm. of me that I've done a lot of work with. And how I take care of parts of myself are. It took me a long time to become a parent of who I am. So I am huh? a parent to those parts of myself. And I bring them, and I set her on my lap, and I love her, and and I hold her, and I give her the love that she felt that she didn't get. Mm-hmm. And then I integrate her. And each time it gets less and less of her responding to things. You see what I'm saying? Whereas it's less and less, and then the higher self, actually is is and the soul is leading and these parts mm-hmm. become quiet yeah whereas before they were all screaming and yelling and causing havoc and each <laughs> so and i i mean i just learned this how to do that myself through time mm-hmm. um, well i was guided to but by yeah. loving those parts and so um and still to this day i'm like you um, I can respond, and I'm like, there's a part of me that just is like, and I'm like, what is that? You know, like, I can look at myself and see that part of me with that mouth and the anger, and I'm like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what are I you think doing? Carrie, I think Carrie has a question. Carrie? 
Oh, do I? <laughs> you put up the ninja. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot about that. <laughs> Subconsciously, you wanted to. <laughs> you have something to share, Carrie. Share it. <laughs> I just did in the chat. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, um, I know I, uh, it's something I'm dealing with is getting this ego under control. Um, so <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Um, I, well, Barbara, don't you think part of that is you can't battle the ego, right? No. Oh gosh, no, no. That's no. You don't want to fight it. You just want to love it no. and shut it up. Yeah. I suppose the, the more you fight it, the more it fights you back and. God. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. it thinks that you're going to kill it. You know, <laughs> it goes, it's in for self-preservation, man. And um, so, like, it goes, well, you're going to kill me? Oh, no, I'm in charge. You know, so loving yeah. it. Yeah. yeah and how do you not only that, you're, uh, how, about, how about the, you would be nowhere without me phrase? <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be nowhere without me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. See, the other part of that is, is there's the part of the ego that's to save the human from themselves, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, ego gets a bad rap on some things, but there is an integral part. It's, it's the nut that gets them to, you know not kill themselves, not let everybody else kill them and say, oh, that's okay, you didn't really mean it. You know, that kind of thing. Get you so out maybe of that's, maybe that's the positive ego. You know, you got the well, lower I mean, it's and the higher. Positive, but it, and then yeah. there's that, you know, roaring side that, I'll get you. Well, yeah, you have to tame <laughs> that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine's a ninja warrior. I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I think the, the ego is, is, you know, it's important. It, it helps us to, to, to manage a lot of situations here. I mean, if, if we were totally in our higher consciousness, I mean, we would have all been trampled to death and used by everyone, and we would just smile and say, that's okay, I'll get to next life, and that will be it. But, but, but this, you know, this is our reality here, and this is our consciousness of this reality, and it's an important part of us. It, it's it, it remembers names and places and dates. It remembers the important things that the spirit really doesn't care about. Mm-hmm. And, right. and, and it, it keeps us functional within this reality. And, you know, without it, we would be, um, well, we, we could probably go to a mountaintop someplace and meditate for the entire lifetime, but I'm not sure we'd be able to, you know, really accomplish much of anything. So the ego, you know, I... I think most of us have spent a lot of lifetimes, I call it, staring at our belly button, or like Mm -hmm. you say, going on a mountaintop. And that's not what this life is about. This life is about being amongst people and still staying balanced, still being able to walk your, but being practical about it. Because like you said, you know, we'd be a pile of mush and the world would just run us over if we didn't have some kind of ego. So it's the balance. That's what I always think it's about exactly and being spiritual and in your higher self is not it doesn't mean 
please walk over me. Please take advantage of me. I'm going to allow this. <laughs> I'm going to let everybody, like, walk with dirty boots through my flower flower garden, so to speak, you know. Uh -huh. um, it means, you know, be, be in your, you know, I don't want to say power, but it is almost been in your power, been in your... It is. It absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. And and it's it's your ego actually that that helps you to stand up for yourself when others don't do it for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's you know you need the ego. It yeah. it has a good idea of of your worth. It doesn't understand the total worth, but it knows that if you're abused, it's not going to have as much fun as if you aren't. Yeah. So almost <laughs> any person that you talk to that is being made a victim of some sort, um, you know. They know they're being made a victim, mm -hmm. and they're afraid of change because they don't know if they change things. They don't know if they'll have that kind of control. So the ego keeps them being the victim because at least they understand that. But if you're a victim, yeah. you're out of control. That's true. That's very true. And the ego is in control of your reality, and it 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 manages you with fear. Don't change because if you change. I don't know if I can help you anymore. And and that's where that's where you set the ego aside and tell it to go to lunch that you're going to stand up for yourself and that's and then you bring order back into your life and balance and balance is important. So you know, it it is amazing. It does work. And and you know, it it's an exciting thing discovering that other part of yourself that's there and so powerful and so it's it's just there, and we have to access it to use it. And you do have to go through your ego. Ego is the doorkeeper, kind of. And you have to say, you know, let me in. I really need to talk to that other person, too. And once you have them both working for you, you're unstoppable. But Very it's, true. It's keeping the balance, like we said. <laughs> Well, I mean, you could see it like your your ego is like um, your fight or flight response. It serves you and it doesn't serve you, and you can get like adrenal fatigue. I just don't know how that would be. Playing <laughs> does in like ego overdrive maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when the adrenaline kicks in, the, the ego is you know on steroids. So, yeah. Uh, and and I and I've been there. That's what a panic attack is. Is you know, if you've ever had a panic attack, that's 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 your adrenaline going crazy, and you don't know why, but you you kind of figure something must be wrong, and you try to imagine what it could be, and you you just you you go so crazy, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But but you know, yeah. I mean, we're in a physical body. We're in a we're in a our vehicle is is. Um, as far as the spirit goes, probably um, antiquated. But it's all it's got this lifetime, so it's going to try to take care of it. But the ego can pull a whole bunch of buttons and can push all sorts of them and, and can can um, shift your reality and can shift your perception of your reality if you let it. But you have to be smart enough to not let it. And that comes with time and practice. Um, I know now if I have a panic attack, I fold laundry because I find I can do an amazing amount of work when I'm having a panic attack. 
It's just, you know, the, the energy is there. So let's use it. Let's clean the oven or do something that, you know, is mindless. Do you, so that do you hyperventilate and everything? or What kind do you get? I get the palpitations. Um, mm. You know, it's, it, 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 you know I, I know it's not a heart attack, but it probably feels like it. And, um, and, and I do have the adrenaline rush so that it's, it's kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, I think if I overexerted myself, I would, have, I, I would become breathless, but I don't overexert myself. Holding <laughs> <laughs> laundry is not that exerting, you know. No. But, but you have adrenaline flowing through your system. You have to do something to get it out of your system. And the and and the, the the medical thing that is important for anybody who has panic attacks should know no panic attack really lasts longer than half an hour. Okay. So if you if you set your timer for half an hour and it, the dinger goes off and you're still in the middle of it, then then maybe you should go to the hospital because it could be a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> you need <laughs> But, but you know, it's sort of like understand that this is meant to be, this journey is meant to be fun. And if we uh-huh. perceive it as that, it becomes a lot more fun. It is a joyful ride. And, and, you know, yes, there are lessons that have to be learned, and yes, we do gather them. And if we let them get the best of us, they can be, um, they, they can be emotionally sucking. And and then we learn something and we gather something from it, but always understand that there is a positive message being given to us no matter what the challenge is. And when we figure that positive message out, everything dissipates. And, and we move on to the next challenge, of course, but, you know, it's kind of like got that one. And every now and then when I get through one of these challenges, I sit back and I gloat a little bit, you know. It's like, wow, it took us 70 years to get here, but I figured that one out, and it only took maybe three weeks. You know, I'll be better next time. (laughs) By the time I'm 120, I'm going to catch these things almost as they happen. (laughs) Oh, God, that's a good one. That's good. Yeah. It will happen eventually. Well, so we're out of time, guys, but thank you so much for sharing. It, you made this, this two hours go so fast. It was amazing. Um, thank we're gonna you, Barbara. Look in, oh, we're going to look into the laws next time. So read through the different laws. Don't be overwhelmed by them. We're going to apply them to spirit, and then we'll take a look at how they, they hit our, our spiritual reality as well. But thank you for spending the force with me. And